Hello, hello, and welcome to a mid-season, uh, or mid-between, inter-season, intra-season? I'm not sure. Do we have uh, a start for the intra-season thing? I think our start is always sort of a variation of whatever, and then it's just sort of different every time, right? Yeah, it's just a little more casual, it's a little, you know... Well, anyway, if you don't know what you're listening to, we're Temple of False Pod, where our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. You know, like I just said, we're between seasons right now. Uh, you know, we like to do the 10, 10 weeks on, two weeks off, and we decided a couple seasons back, let's let's do something with those two weeks so that we're not just stagnating, and so we figured bring you some short ones. Uh, False Bruce, Pod. I don't yeah. know if you know anything about short things, but... Uh, uh, that it'll be short. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know all, I, was I know that all would... about short things. My, uh, yeah, my, I, my podcast co-host. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that short. Hey, six four. Everybody's short. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, pretty close. Yeah. Mm. You know, uh, when we started doing this 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 shorter thing, uh, we wanted to highlight some cards that we wouldn't normally get to talk about during the season or uh, talk about something that's been on our mind with the state of the game or just kind of talk about something that didn't fit a whole 40 minutes. Uh, and as I drag this explanation out longer, this episode is going to turn out to be 40 minutes. So um, <laughs> figured we'd start this week with uh, your thing and then next week we'll talk about my thing. Sure. That cool. sounds good. All right. So, what'd you bring us today for show and tell? For show and tell, for the there's uh, got to be a magic, a magic flavored show and tell somewhere, right? Is that a show and tell is a card? It is. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's not the card I'm going to talk about, though. The card I am, <laughs> the card I'm talking about for for today's uh, short episode for the for the False Pod Unplugged edition is Phyrexian Splicer. Um, now the card is out of Tempest. It has never been reprinted, so there aren't very many of these, and it's only worth thirty cents. So clearly, I am actually the only one who thinks that this card is at all interesting or good. So Phyrexian Splicer is a two mana artifact, and for two and tap, you can choose Flying, First Strike, Trample, or Shadow. Until the end of the turn, target creature with the chosen ability loses it, and another target creature gains it. Oh, man. So, when I first saw the card, it was during Tempest, when there was a lot of shadow creatures around. And I thought, hey, that's pretty good, because I could take shadow away from one of my creatures and give it to one of my other creatures. You know, one of the big ones. Because back in Tempest, all of your shadow creatures, the best power they had was two. So if I could swap it out for a 5-5 five, five creature, I mean, even a craw worm at 6-4 suddenly becomes a real menace when you're giving it shadow every turn and it's essentially coming in unblocked. So that's sort of what I saw with it back then. It didn't take too many games to start to realize that, yeah, this is way more flexible than that. Way more. Oh, definitely. And so at the time, I would, you know, you can take shadow away from the creature, from your creature and give it to an opponent's creature. And you don't even have to give it to the opponent's creature during their attack phase. You can give it to them when they're trying to block. So now suddenly their one blocker has shadow and can't stop anything. So that was fun. Um, 
And when I had two opponents attacking each other, I could take Shadow from one of my creatures and give it to one of my opponent's creatures and essentially make it unblockable. So I could mess with other people's combat too. And there's nothing I like better than messing around with my opponent's combat when they're swinging at each other like that. Um, mm. So, but that's all well and good back in the days of Tempest when, you know, when Commander didn't even exist. Now fast forward up to, let's fast forward right up to today. We're rarely ever going to talk about a creature in the battlefield with shadow nowadays. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. There's a couple that have abilities when they do combat. There's a couple of decks that have some shadow creatures in it because, you know, whenever a creature does combat damage. So the shadow creature is basically unblockable, so people sometimes use that. But even if you take shadow off the list of options for this card... Choose flying, first strike, or trample. Those are all great options. I mean, oh, definitely. There's al there's almost always at least one flying creature on the battlefield. You now don't have to worry about your opponent with the flying creature, because you can just spend two and take flying away from it. And your opponent knows this, so they're not likely going to swing with their flying creature at you, because you're just going to take flying away from the creature and then stuff it and possibly even kill it. So they swing elsewhere, and sometimes. You might be okay with that, and other times maybe you're not, and you can just pull it away and drop it and drop it back on. So it's essentially working a lot like the the shadow ability. There's just so much flexibility in combat, and I really think that the real trick with the with the splicer is to try and get your opponents to continue to attack because I think it does so it can do so much work. It messes combat up so badly that a lot of times your opponents will just be like, "No, I'm just not gonna." Because I, mm -hmm. I just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, if you can take Trample away from their 7-7, seven, seven, you know, you can let another opponent chump block with a 1-1. One, one. You, uh, you can do, you know, and this is, uh, you know, you're just tapping to do it. So you can do it before their combat, during combat, before the blockers are declared, after blockers are declared. It doesn't matter. So you can really mess with your opponents. Um, and if you're going to run this, you're probably putting it in a deck where you have creatures that have flying, first strike, and trample. Uh, I can picture, I mean, the splicer really should be going into, should really be going yeah. into every Audric deck. I mean, you are now going to have all of your creatures with flying, first strike, and probably trample. So, easy. Why not, why not run with that? It's like, I really like the, yeah, I really like the, the, the extra benefit you get from stealing first strike from an opponent's creature. Right. Um, because, I mean, you're not only taking it away from an attacking creature, but you're giving it to a defending creature. Um, whether it's matched up with that attacker is uh, another thing, but, like, because you could, you know, do it diagonally and, like, really benefit the attack, the, the combat in your favor. Right. Um, because taking away first strike is huge. Giving something else first strike is huge. Together, it's amazing. Right. Uh, and for, I mean, for two mana and tap, it's great. Um, I, I, yeah, like there's very little downside to this card. Um, yeah, as far as I can see, the only real downside to the card is if you're using it to mess with your opponent's stuff, hmm. you're keeping two mana open. And then you now have to decide when you're going to use it because it does require it, it does require you to tap it. So if you right. use it during the fir your first opponent's turn, then the other two opponents now know, you can't mess with me now, ha-ha, and they can go about doing, what they, doing whatever it is they need to do. So, um, yeah. so it's something to keep in mind. I, but Yeah, 
I really like the fact that like you can just mess with opponent on opponent yeah uh, combat and it it really can just kind of come out of nowhere because I mean they'll know that it's on the battlefield but it, without seeing it done in a game it's very easy to fall into the the mindset of oh he'll use that on his own things to give his stuff first strike and trample but like to really help out other people can be to your advantage as the person who owns this um yeah and uh it's it is amazing because i will say having played with this card often enough even when it's sitting on the battlefield people understand that you know okay i'm gonna lose first my my creature with first strike could lose it they don't take the next step and say Mm. oh and one of his creature and one of one of my other opponents now will suddenly have a creature that has first strike you have to remember there's there's that double step. So if I'm sitting there with a 4-4 creature, even if you don't swing at me, then I just take away first strike, that's easy enough. And if you swing at me, now suddenly I have a 4-4 with first strike on top of it. I mean, that that's something. That's yeah. really something to think about. So, Phyrexian's Placer. And it's still super It's real good. So, that's all I got. Yeah, great. Well, I mean, I guess join us next week when we talk about my card which shall not be named yet. And then the following week, which is October 12th. Oh, between there is your birth between now and then is your birthday and Infinity comes out, which is exciting. Yes. So maybe maybe uh maybe in a couple of weeks we'll have an episode of regarding something to do with it. We'll see. We'll see. Um but until next week, we're Temple of the False Spot. Our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Thank you so much for listening to this mini wait, wait, episode. Before you go, uh, uh, have a great night. And may your fifth line be the top. for listening. Bye! You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at manaburned and I'm at Andy Weekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, Like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out and may your fit land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!